Hello, car fanatics in Irvine, Orange County, California, the United States, and around the world. It's time for the most famous words in motorsport. You know what they say. If you ain't first, you're last. So drivers, start your engines! This week on Speedway Sounds, I'll recap the first two race weekends of the Pirelli World Challenge Championships at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg and the Grand Prix of Long Beach. Immediately after that, I have another hashtag Anteaters and Racing guest with me today. Pirelli World Challenge driver and UC Irvine economic student Samantha Tan joins me to discuss her academics and her first race in the Pirelli World Challenge this weekend at Virginia International Raceway, popularly known as VIR. All that and more on this week's Speedway Sounds. Welcome to week four of the second quarter. It is Tuesday, April 25th, 2017. During and after the show, I'll be using the hashtag AnteatersInRacing to talk about all we have discussed today, and I hope you'll use it as well on Facebook and Twitter. First up, the Pirelli World Challenge raced at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg supporting the IndyCars last month. The first race was Saturday, and Italy's Daniel Machinelli set the pole in his TR3 racing Ferrari 488 in his debut in the GTA category. GT is for FIA's mega-popular GT3 class cars that race elsewhere in America and across the globe. And those cars are the same cars for GTA, but with sportsman drivers who don't race for a paycheck. In the professional division of GT, Pierre Caffer in his Magnus Racing Audi R8 tied for pole down to the thousands of a second with Alvaro Parente's McLaren 650S. GT and GTA race in the same 50-minute races, by the way. After the drop of the green flag, it took less than two laps for Alvaro Parente to take the overall lead from Mancinelli, and Parente dominated the rest of the way to win the first race of the GT Championship. In GTA, Mancinelli ended up 14th after a collision with the wall, but was awarded the Cadillac move of the race. Alec Udell took the GTA class win in his Porsche 911 GT3. Pierre Caffer made slight contact with another car in the late stages of the race and finished 13th in GT class with a tire puncture. Race 2 was the very next day for GT and GTA, and of course starting order for Race 2 is determined by fastest lap in Race 1. Alex Ribeiros earned the GT pole in his Ferrari 4888, with Parente second and Porsche's Patrick Long in third. Alec Udell won pole for GTA. On the start, Ribeiros did not get a good jump on the start and failed to anticipate the jump Patrick Long would get from third. Ribeiros fell back to fifth, heading into turn one, but still managed a podium finish in third. And at the same time, Parente failed to break hard enough and went wide into turn number one and fell to at least seventh. Parente ended the day in fourth. With excellent driving at the start of the race, Patrick Long dominated the rest of the way and won race two of the PWC GT Championship. Alec Udell swept the weekend in GTA. Johnny O'Connell finished runner-up in his Cadillac AT5VR. At the Grand Prix of Long Beach, Pirelli World Challenge had their race on Sunday, supporting the IndyCars once again. Parente led from pole to win the 65-minute 31-lap race. He pulled away from second-place finisher Patrick Long with the race's fastest three laps in the final 10 minutes. The timed race, scheduled for 50 minutes, was extended 15 minutes longer when a passenger car that was driving along Ocean Boulevard hit a fire hydrant. Water gushed down Hart Place onto the track's seaside way backstretch, flooding a portion of the track. Race officials stopped the race for 14 minutes and Grand Prix promoters extended the race an additional 15 minutes. 
A full course caution for the flooding lasted 10 minutes, and there was an additional three laps of local caution while racing with the green flag. And that is from the Long Beach Press-Telegram. Joining me now is none other than race car driver in the Pirelli Worlds Challenge, Samantha Tan. Welcome, Samantha. Hi. What car will you be driving this weekend in at the Virginia International Raceway? This weekend, I'll be driving my new BMW M235iR. And what class are you competing in? I'm competing in the touring class. And what are some of the rules of your car class compared to other classes like GT, GTA? Well, this is more of like a stock car for touring class. Uh, we're allowed a lot less modifications. What, when did you start your racing career? I actually started in 2014 when I was 16 years old. And what did you race at the time? At the time, I raced a 1991 Honda Civic. <laughs> wow. What series was that? It was in uh, NASA, which is the National Autosport Association. Uh -huh. And you grew up in Canada, right? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Toronto, Ontario. What do you think were some of the differences between starting a racing career in Canada and perhaps starting a racing career in, in the United States? Well, in Canada, the racing scene is, I believe, a lot smaller than the racing scene in America. So making the jump to Pirelli World Challenge, there was just a lot more um, visibility for me. And I think there are a lot more better drivers, in my opinion. <laughs> in America? Yeah. Do you have a particular race in your career that you drove that sticks with you? Gives you, like, experience, success, frustration? There's two races that actually come to mind. Um, my very first race was actually at Virginia International Raceway. And I was super scared. And unfortunately, it was actually raining that day. Wow. And... My car had like no electronics in it, so actually my window fogged up. Oh wow! And I couldn't see out of it. The only thing I could see was the brake lights in front of me, and that's what I used to gauge when to brake. And a lot of people actually got out of that race, and I think I came in third that race, mm -hmm. but it was super terrifying. <laughs> and then the second one was actually at the Toronto Indy. I was racing a Mini Cooper in CTCC. And it was my first time on track during this race. And I was learning the racetrack during this race. And everything, it was all walls. So it was super uh -huh. scary. Street circuit, yeah. Yeah. And um, I actually came third in that one as well. And that was my first really big podium. And I remember just getting sprayed with all that champagne. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one gave you frustration because it was raining. Yeah. And definitely. the second one, success. Yeah. When did you ultimately move to Pirelli World Challenge? I moved to Pirelli World Challenge in 2015 after Kinetic Motorsports approached me. They're the Kia team. That was after my first season with CTCC, where I was actually... What is, real quickly, what is CTCC? Uh, CTCC is the Canadian Touring Car Championship. Mm -hmm. And actually, I was Rookie of the Year that year. Very nice. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, did you start driving Kias? Yeah, I did. I did. That was my first season in Pirelli World Challenge with Kia, and it was a lot of fun. We had uh, a lot of difficulties, but I think I came uh, fifth out of 22 drivers. Nice. Nice debut there. What do you make of your time in the series so far? You're now in your, you're starting your third year, right? This year actually is really different because instead of renting a race car and being with a different team, I'm actually... Um, with my own race team and that means we have a lot more control um, we can hire whoever we want mm -hmm. and it allows us to test whenever we want so I think coming into this new season it's going to be really great does it bring you any additional challenges as well um not that I know of I think we're a really good team and it's going to be great you also have even more of a challenge balancing your racing career 
And your studies in economics at UC Irvine, you were a second year there, yeah? Yeah. Before we go into further details about your academics, why did you decide to attend UC Irvine? Well, personally, I went on a college tour um, during my last year of high school, and I came to California, and I went to see Stanford, I went to see a couple of the UC schools, and I really liked how the U.S. school system is, and I really enjoyed the weather, honestly. Toronto is super cold in the winter, and I was just kind of fed up with the snow, you know? In Pirelli World Challenge, your class specifically doesn't race as often as other national touring series, NASCAR, IndyCar, that race that seem to race every other week or every mm-hmm. week. Does that make leaving Irvine for a weekend easier to manage? And what difficulties have you had to deal with to leave Irvine for a race? Honestly, I still think it's pretty difficult because for a race weekend, it means I have to fly out on a Thursday, which means I'm missing Friday as a whole. And then I'm at the track for Friday, Saturday, Sunday completely. And it just leaves me no time to get my schoolwork done. So it's super difficult to manage. But, you know, I got to keep organized and push through. How do you do it? Honestly, looking at it at first it's like a lot to take in but once i split up all my tasks and assign times to do it i can get it done Mm -hmm. and with economics do you have any academic or professional ambitions with that (laughs) honestly too um coming into college i didn't know what i wanted to take because i'm into a lot of different subjects like art music sciences but my friends are like, well, you could take economics because you can do anything with an economics major. So I said, why not? Because I can still change my major if I mm-hmm. want to. What are you looking forward to at the Virginia International Raceway this weekend, which is your first race of the year? Well, obviously getting into my race car once again and seeing my teammate Nick um, and my new team as well because they're a lovely bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting into the race car and racing is obviously going to be a lot of fun. And I look forward to it. You'd mentioned your teammate, Nick Whitmer, right? Mm -hmm. Is he new to the team this year? He's new to my team, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually were with him last year with uh, Honda, but I haven't raced in the same uh, class as him. Okay. What do you think of him? He's great. He's great. He's a lot of fun. Um, He's definitely more experienced than me, but he offers a lot of good advice for the race. Now, uh, you also have a driving coach, is that right? Yeah, uh, Pierre Savoy. Tell me about him. He's been with me for my entire driving career. He's uh, coached a lot of other famous drivers like uh, Jacques Villeneuve, Patrick Carpentier. Um, He's honestly a great coach. He knows me inside out, and I hope he sticks around for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. What is your schedule looking like this weekend at Virginia International Raceway? Well, Friday I have practice, and then I think qualifying is also on Friday, and then I have a race on Saturday and a race on Sunday morning. And what are your goals for the race? Do you think you can win? Obviously. (laughs) If you don't believe in yourself, who else will? Yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely podium finish this weekend, hopefully, and obviously bring the car home. What do you like specifically about Virginia International Raceway? I enjoy it because it was one of the very first racetracks I raced at. I raced there when the oak tree was still there. It's actually not there anymore, unfortunately. But my favorite part of the track is actually the back S's, when you're going flat out and you have to turn, and it's kind of terrifying, but also really amazing at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of adrenaline. (laughs) Very cool, very cool. You're starting out early on in your racing career. Do you have any goals for it and where to head in the future? Well, I grew up watching Formula One, and honestly, it is still my dream, 
but we're also thinking of getting into endurance racing, maybe Le Mans sometime down the road. <laughs> yeah, I should definitely talk to Matt McMurray. I had him on last week, well. and it was all about that. <laughs> Where and when else will you be racing this year? I will be racing at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Mosport, which is actually my home track. It's about 30 minutes from my house. I love that track. So super fast. Mm -hmm. And then we head to Lime Rock, and then I believe Utah Motorsport Park. And then we have a standalone event at Laguna Seca, which is our last event. And ooh, we also have Coda, Circuit of the Americas. Circuit of the Americas, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than VIR, which one are you looking forward to the most? Is it your home track? Probably most for it. I also really, really love Laguna just because of the corkscrew. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, super terrifying going down there. You can't see anything. <laughs> and how can we follow you during your race weekends on social media? Well, I have a Facebook page at Samantha Tan Racing, also on Instagram. Um, you can watch the races online if you search up Prelly World Challenge TV. And I also have a Twitter. You can follow me at Samantha Tan Racing. Excellent, excellent. Uh, is there anyone on your team here at UCI or on the racetrack uh, that you'd like to give a shout out to as well? I'd like to give a shout out to my dad, who's my number one supporter. Also, Pierre Savoy, my coach, and my teammate, Nick Whitmer. I think this is going to be a great season. Look forward to it. All right. Thank you so much. Samantha Tan, Pirelli World Challenge driver, who is competing in her first race this weekend at the Virginia International Raceway. Thank you so much. Thank you. And now we will turn ahead to the SoCal car calendar. This Saturday and Sunday, the 29th and the 30th, in Santa Ana, we have the Floral Park Home Tour and Vintage Car Display. In Elisa Viejo, Cars and Coffee, Baldwin Park, second annual Driving Towards a Cure Car Show. In Brea, Cars, Cycles and Coffee. In Carlsbad, See Bad Cars. In Chatsworth, Saturday Social at California Car Cover. In Claremont, Pitzer College, Rockabilly Festival and Car Show. In Corona, Cars and Coffee, Corona. Also in Corona, Car Show at Tees Tavern and Sports Grill. In Dana Point, the 20th annual Doheny Beach All Woody Show at the Doheny State Beach. In Garden Grove, DK's Donuts. In Hemet, we have the second annual Diamond Valley Classic Car Show. In Huntington Beach, also on Saturday, Donut Derelicts. In La Cañada, Early Rodders at the United Artists Theater. Menifee, the fifth annual Big Barn Car Show. In San Clemente, so South OC Cars and Coffee. In Seal Beach, the 30th annual Classic Car Show. In Valencia, Coffee and Cars. For Sunday, in Arcadia, at a new location this month, Carcadia at the Route 66, there will be a meet. In Buena Park, there are two different meets, Pickers Paradise, Automotive Swap Meet, and the 32nd annual Fabulous Fords Forever at Knott's Berry Farm. In Burbank, the 17th annual Kiwanis for Fun Car Show. In Coronado, Motorcars on Main Street. In Gardena, the Classic Cruisers Association. In Lakewood, Hotcakes and Hot Rods at Glory Day Sports Grill. In Los Angeles, the Japanese Car Cruisin' and Tech Day Meet. Also in Los Angeles on Sunday, the third annual Badge of Heart Car Show. In Newberry Springs, the annual River Run Barbecue. In Newport Beach, two more events, Balboa Car Show at the Fun Zone and Cars and Cafe at the Moulin Bistro. In Northridge, Classic Cars and Coffee. In San Diego, the second annual Eye Candy Car and Bike Show. In Santa Ana, Gasoline Alley Customs and Classes Car Show. In Seal Beach, Hot Rods at the Beach. In Simi Valley, SoCal Chevy SS Club, Spring Meet Number 7. In Tustin, the Million Dollar Breakfast Cruise. And last but not least, Woodland Hills will host 
the 19th annual All GM Car Show and Swap Meet. You can find more information, including flyers, at SoCalCarCulture.com. Follow the show at Speedway Sounds, all one word, on both Facebook and Twitter for show previews and your opportunity to ask my guests a question. And I highly encourage that you use the hashtag AnteatersInRacing as well to talk about all we've talked about today whenever it involves race car drivers, race teams at UC Irvine. Next week on Speedway Sounds, midterms. That means I'm taking a week off. I have a lot of tests to study for next week. I always love producing great shows for you guys. And I would not be able to do that if I study for all my midterms and vice versa. Hopefully I do well in those. Up next, coming up in a few minutes, Beer Ambassadors with Mikhail Woodward here on KUCI. I'm Noah Stein, and thank you so much for listening. Always wear a helmet and never, ever drive distracted or under the influence. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.